Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today is an exciting day as we conclude Mishnah's Shkolim Mesechlish Garlam with Perk Ches. Mishnah Ches. Moving on to the new Mesech, the Mesech is Yuma. Perk Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. Says our Mishnah. They would carry the limbs of the carbon, Ola, whatever it is, or every carbon, up the ramp until the top of the Mizbeach where they would burn it. And they wanted to accentuate the importance of carrying it up the ramp. So what they would do is first they would rest whatever animal limbs they had on bottom of the ramp, and then they'd carry it up. The problem is there are all these carbonos being offered every day. We don't want to mix up the various carbonos. So they designated specific spots for the olos that were brought up on the temple, or for the as we'll see. Avra Tamud, the limbs of the daily Tamud offering, what would they do? They placed them temporarily, temporarily on the lower half of the ramp, leading to the altar on the western side of the ramp. This way they know that's always where the Tamud goes. And the Musaf offering for Shabbos and for Yom Tovim was placed on the lower half of the ramp on its eastern side. And the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh, placed on the ramp above the ledge of the altar. Okay, higher up. Says the Mishnah, The mitzvah of donating Shkolem and mitzvah of Bikurim are only, only happen when there is a temple. If there's no temple, then there's no mitzvah to give Shkolem or Bikurim. Our meister dogon, the the great meister of grain, the meister of hay, the meister of animal, and the the bechoros, which are the firstborn animals, they exist whether there is a base amigdash or there's not a base amigdash. Then the mishnah says, So what happens if one goes ahead there before and says these coins are shkolim or these fruits are bikurim in a time when there is no temple? How is it kodesh? The first opinion is. It still gets its degree of sanctity, and therefore you have to treat it that way. And since you can't, have, there's no way to redeem it or to use it, so you have to just kind of put it away into Geniza, put it away so it doesn't be, it won't be used. Rabbi Shimon Omar, Bikurim Kodesh, one who says this is Bikurim, these fruits of Bikurim, ain't a Kodesh. He has done nothing, has accomplished nothing at all, because he says there's an explicit link between Bikurim and Mikdash. Bisman Sheesh Mikdash Yesh Bikurim. Hadrin Allah Mesechdash Golem. Moving on to Mesechdash Yuma, all about the laws of Yom Kippur. Says our Mishnah, the very first Mishnah. Perak Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. Shlivas Yom Kodim Yom Kippur, my Frisian coin, God lift, they slishkas for Hedrin. The point of Yom Kippur, or I would say one of the most important facets of Yom Kippur is the fact that the Kohen Gadol, it's his day. He plays a central and integral role. So in order to ensure that the Kohen Gadol can make it to Yom Kippur and doesn't become Tameh, they would place him into this special house. And that is where, a special room, excuse me, in the temple court compound. And this way he can avoid becoming impure. In fact, as a Sfas Amos who says, Teishu Kaintadiro. Just like he, uh, we have the laws of Sukkah, we pattern, it, we pattern the laws of Sukkah to hear as well. He has the mamish live there, he can't leave, etc. And we replace this Kohen Gadda with another Kohen Gadda who does the Kohen Gadda functions over the course of that week. Shem Yarbib the whole point of this is that, um, and the whole point of this is, Excuse me, not for the week. We, we, we have another Kohen Gadol as well, just in case this Kohen has some sort of soul. Last minute, turns out he can't perform his functions. We have another Kohen Gadol, a backup Kohen. Okay. We even have another woman on standby who he should marry. And the Gemara goes through exactly how they can marry her uh, and, and how it works. 
so that in, in the event that his wife dies, he doesn't end up a widow world because never beso. The uh, pasuk tells us he does kapara. The kohen gadol seeks atonement for himself and for his house. Meaning to say, he needs to have a wife, and if he doesn't ha- have a wife, so then he can't be an effective kohen gadol. So it says Yehuda, not only do you have another kohen in, in his stead or as a backup, we also have a backup wife for him. And then the chacham say no. If this is true, there's no end to the matter. So maybe you have to have a wife for the wife, and a, another, and a, a third wife for that wife, and it, it goes on and on. Rather, we rely on the on chazaka. We rely on the fact that we're not going to be concerned of sudden death. I wish you all a wonderful day, and atzlacha learning this new limut of Masechta's Yuma.